Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, people? You're locked into Miles Mikulski, the podcast. And joining me is a songstress who is doing the most right now. It's been a fantastic 2022. Let the people know who you are. Come on. Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Debbie. And I'm a singer-songwriter from Southeast and London. Listen, you've been splashing this year, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just the consistency. Like, right now, the, the amount of songs that we've got are quite small. Yeah. But every single one's a bagger. Oh, thank Listen, you. Yeah, Stop it. Is this she just again? Is this you? Might as well just be DJ Khaled right now. Another, <laughs> it's another one. And then wait, 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 Cherry White. Another one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't obviously the one with Death to Halls now that just came out. Another one. Oh you know yeah, I mean? little, come on. Little Christmas one. Yes. But um, yeah, your journey so far, like obviously, like your Spotify and all that was saying that you've been, you know, it was in the lab basically for 700 days, and mm. you've kind of come up through I Love Live and Girl Gang. Mm. And you've done, you know, some incredible things so far. You've mm. done some backing vocals for some big people as well. And now you're stepping into your own, you know, your own platform, your own right. And yeah, like, how's how's the journey been for you so far? Um, seamless. It's like I can't. It's like it just kind of landed in my lap a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm super grateful. I would say like normally in previous things I've tried to pursue, I've like worked my ass off and it's it's never really worked out. But mm. music is the one thing that it feels like I'm meant to be here. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that's that's the thing is there's so many people that try and do stuff and like never giving up is the key. Mm. And also being very aware of like what you're good at and some things that you can improve on. Yeah. And for you kind of where did it all start? Where are we where are we taking this? How far are we taking this back? Oh, we can take it back. Let's take it back, man. <laughs> um, I started off, I was singing ever since I could remember. My mum always used to tell me that I was singing from the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just grew up thinking that everyone could sing. Yeah. I never really thought that my singing was different from anyone because yeah. it was just something I was always doing. That's bad because really, there's people that can't <laughs> sing it, man. Listen, there's... Yeah, I discovered that when I was in chamber choir mm-hmm. and I met someone that was tone deaf and I was like, what are you doing? And I was only in like year five. Yeah, yeah. I was so confused. I'm like, do you not, can you not hear that? I said, they, 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 listen, they think they, they hit the real, the real notes. Everyone's like, hey, listen, X Factor, that's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> and she told me she's tone deaf and I didn't even know what it meant. And I was like, what's tone deaf? And then I realized, oh, not everyone can sing. Um, so yeah, I've always been doing it, but performing in, in front of people, I only started doing that as sixth form when I gained my confidence a little bit. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's always important. Like them kind of end of teenage years, really and truly like sixth yeah. form, well, 16 to 18, because people start to kind of find themselves a little bit more, kind mm. of go over the stressful kind of like middle teenage years. Yeah. You start becoming a bit more of an adult for yourself. Yeah. And then like, obviously for you, open mic nights. 
have always been like very key. Mm-hmm. And when did you kind of, I guess, realize your singing potential or stardom? So I probably first, no, probably sixth form because yeah. um, I had some, I was lucky enough to have some classmates that were like really real yeah. um, and let me know that what I had was like a special talent. And that gave me the confidence and the like self-reinsurance that like I can sing. And then um, from doing that, I would go to different auditions, open mics in my first year of uni. I was studying finance. But in my first year of uni, I would go to all these different things. And even though I didn't always, you know, get the audition or, you know, win a competition, people would always set me aside and say, you can really sing, mm. um, which was always good to hear. So that gave me the the confidence boost that I needed. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like sometimes it's the people who don't even realise they might have spoken to you mm. and then they're going to realise, that's why, that's why I saw her at that one open, random open mic night in like, Cross <laughs> that one time. And it's yeah. like... Yeah, that was me. That's, that, that's me, number one in the chart. That's me, yeah. Come yeah. on. And like, that's of course, like, open mic nights for anyone who's listening as well. Like, it's, they're so important. Yeah. Because not every open mic night is going to be in your favour. No. There's going to be some that everyone's chatting. Yeah. And they don't care about you on the stage. Mm. And you kind of have to kind of be like, all right, that's a challenge. I'm saying this like I've been on open mic nights. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the one in the crowd that's usually like, shh. <laughs> Come on, let them sing. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, have you had any ones that have been like, were challenging in the past for you or? Um, you know what? I, I had these open mic nights that I would have to kind of like steer the ship. Yeah. It was this weird company. I can't remember, but you would have to provide the instrumentalist like normal and you would have to provide your own guest. And it's kind of like, if nobody else turns up, nobody else turns up. So sometimes I would just sing into my friends. So I would, yeah. bring, <laughs> I would bring like six, seven people in this big ass room, and it would just be me singing to them. Yeah, and it would be like, okay, this is a bit awkward. Um, but I've never had anyone like talk over me. I've been like in open mic nights. Yeah. Um, I've never had that, so I've been lucky to have that. That's good because really and truly, we don't want that to happen anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying this, it can't be. That can't be a thing because mm. uh, you sing too well for that to be happening anyway. Thank you. But so obviously, let's talk about is this real love? Is kind of the number one numero uno track, official mm. track that came out. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about being like the first lady of O two O seven and that in oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, come on, come leave on. That to the one side for a little <laughs> bit. But everyone kind of first got into this one, and then TikTok kind of took it. Yeah, and then obviously the J Huss interpolation as well. Mm. Um, so obviously, I'm assuming you're a J Huss fan. Yes, and obviously, people probably ask you that all the time. Mm. What's the best J Huss record of all time? If I just hit you with a different question, because yeah, I can't remember the name. You're guilty, so you're guilty by association. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, it must be. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 must be banger. Okay, so. Obviously, you don't want to kind of run down too many J House trains with singing because mm. sometimes that's like I find sometimes with artists when they start doing too much, you want to chill. So, <laughs> <laughs> like respectfully, Take chill. A seat. Yeah, Take yeah. A seat. It's like, the first time was good. We liked it, but not the fifth time. You know, <laughs> but like, what made you kind of? I think the track was already made, right? And then you mm-hmm. kind of remixed it, and then it became the official version. So, yeah. How did that randomly just kind of come about? Or so I was in the studio with Wretch and Progression and. I'd show them the song and they were like in love with it. And then we were just talking about the concept and where it came from. And it just kind of came up like, I think Wretch must have initiated it, but he was just like, oh, did you see what I had done? Did, did, did. And I was like, can I put it right, man? <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of just switched it on its head. Yeah. Um, 
yeah that's how it that's how it came to be yeah yeah I mean that's the thing it's like sometimes it's the little funny moments in the studio that make a big difference you know a hundred and like with that record when it first came out obviously it went round a lot of people were feeling it like we said TikTok took it mm. were you surprised or were you kind of what was your expectations for the record initially when it came out um, I try and keep expectations low um, that sounds really like mad but because I feel like as a beginning artist especially because everything has happened so seamlessly I try and remind myself that I'm at the beginning of my career mm-hmm. and what will be will be and I can't stress about like numbers or anything like that so I didn't have a lot of expectation with it I, I was just happy and proud of the art and that's all that mattered and whatever it turned out to be then it turns out to be yeah, yeah. Um. so yeah but when it did come out and like I was getting so much love I couldn't believe it I was just scrolling I've never been on my phone that long in my life <laughs> I was scrolling scrolling looking at all these comments looking like replying to everybody yeah Um. yeah I was so happy and that's the thing I mean again expectations keeping them low and then mm. being surprised it's always good because mm. it shows like a sense of like humility yeah as opposed to kind of being like oh yeah this is gonna get like 10 million views mm. I'm gonna be like the hottest artist of because yeah. there's no longevity in that mm-hmm. as well like some people can have a run but you wanna have a run that goes on for a long period of time yeah do you know what I mean and obviously as you've dropped more songs now like have you still kept the expectations for yourself lower or are you kind of working your way up and kind of yeah getting more excited with each one I try and have the mindset of what will be will be yeah. and I can't control that so it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> I hear it I mean that's the thing again like I said like it's nice to be humble like that mm. um, and obviously you've kept a lot of the songs by yourself mm. if not all of the songs are just being you yeah and was that conscious of the people being kind of like oh you should get this person on your track to boost your status and you've wanted to keep it very much no Debbie just Debbie um I don't think it was done consciously. It's just is what happened naturally. Mm. Um, the latest one, Cherry Wine, actually has an artist called Friday, two Y's on it. Um, he's on that. He's on the BVs, but that's just because I think he's an amazing artist. Yeah. When I was showing his stuff, I was like, "Are you are you mad?" Um, and yeah, I've I've got him on there. But yeah, I'm not like closed off from working to artists. It's just what's happened naturally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who's on the bucket list of 2023? 2023. Um, he's on the bucket list. Rihanna, um, Lauren Hill, um, Scissor. Mm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Listen, if you got one of them on one track, yeah, that'd be a superstar. Like. Yeah, that'd be a bit mad. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Listen, that'd be crazy. And that's the thing. I feel like I guess with Lauren Hill, she hasn't really dropped anything of, of recently, but mm. obviously she still gets sampled all the time by different people. Yeah. Rihanna's back. Mm-hmm. So, she back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, listen, I'm, I was happy. I was, yeah. happy. I was happy to see her as well. Like, I don't, I'm not... Personally, for me, I don't know if that song is the strongest song for me. Mm. But I'm happy she's back. I get why she did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes the pressure off. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I want to see what she does next year. I'm excited for it too. Exactly. But um, one thing I read as well, um, heritage-wise for you. Yeah. Ghanaian and Nigerian. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I finally met another. <laughs> Is that you too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm so listen, I read it and I was like, finally. <laughs> finally, yeah. Because people think that Ghana and Nigeria are like, all right, there's a bit of a rivalry thing, yeah. yeah. And obviously, I wish which you lost better. Oh my god. But that one. 
it's not that deep it's not there are people that you know got together and we are the product of that listen exactly <laughs> the thing is worst part about it was school yeah did people mm. always be like how how did it happen you know what because I went to a very I went to a very posh like white school yeah. no one cared <laughs> I never got any of that yeah yeah, yeah. fair because I yeah I got that a lot I just I mean, at one point I was just switching sides I was just like, I was like yeah black stars all day and then evil stab and like moving to one side of the really truly Afrobeats popping no I hear it I think I'm just I got actually to be fair, I can't even do that. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna diss anybody right now. As yeah. I just got older, I was just like, you know what, yeah. I'm it just, is what it is. I'm just from the diaspora. Yeah. That's it, we do. <laughs> but um, yeah, so where else is coming up in your world then? What's what's happening? Like, what, are we, what can we expect? Because we've just got this uh, Christmas, well, your feature on the Christmas Death to Halls tape mm. with people like Jenna Aiko on that as well. And mm. hearing that, I'm like, okay, I see Debbie. That's what Debbie said. I was like, well, okay, Debbie, well. I'm proud of you. Proud. I didn't know you at the time, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> and uh, now, yeah, what else is coming up? Um, I've got my next single coming out hopefully soon um it's called cousin car okay i'm very excited about it um, i think this is my favorite one so far okay yeah okay why um because it's deeper i'm, I'm a very deep person probably to a fault sometimes um and this is a little bit more insight into my deepness yeah so it's and it's just like musically the melodies feel like a warm hug to me so yeah i'm very happy with this one that is a mad way of putting it the melodies <laughs> feel like a warm hug yeah that's mad <laughs> but i mean let's talk about op- openness in music then because mm. a lot of the time artists whether they be new old whatever mm. some of them are very open mm. and the emotions are on the sleeve the sleeve is full and then others are very much like I just want to just chat some nonsense yeah or just keep it very very just discreet yeah so why have, is something you being open with your music has that been something that you've always done or mm. is it something that you've as you've got maybe a little bit older you're kind of like I'm going to do that um, it's something I've always done like I've been behind the scenes for a while so I never really deeped it as like oh you're you're telling everyone you're your life I never really deeped it as I was like I'm going to studio today I'm going to make a song about how I feel yeah. and I'm going to be selfish and that's the end goodbye um, and then when I started going to labels and you know kind of doing the dance with the labels I was I couldn't look at anyone in the eyes because I was like oh my god what have I done <laughs> <laughs> what have I done um, and then a full circle moment I realised that you have to be selfless with your art um, and it's not about you it's about the art so you got to give what you can and then just let it do its thing and hopefully people will relate and yeah. feel it too. So then out of everyone who's in your fan base, mm. has anyone kind of said, oh, like this particular song has helped me get through something or... Because mm. I feel like that's... Your music can do that quite a bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've had loads. And literally the first time it happened, I felt like I made it. Because I was like, yes, that's that's all I wanted. Yeah. I just want someone to relate and that's it. So yeah, it's it's been amazing to yeah. hear people reach out and say that. I think music is always a universal language. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, sometimes where words can't be said, a song can easily, yeah, easily do that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And obviously, with this new tune, I'm like, when's it coming out? Is it or is it? Um, uh, definitely by the end of this year. Okay, fair. So we ain't got mm-hmm. no timestamps on it, but basically, by <laughs> December thirty first, so we'll be hearing the tune. <laughs> but like, obviously, that's the thing where it's like being open. Mm. like are you like that outside of music as well or is it where the music is what kind of lets you kind of be me f- more free-flowing with your emotions and your yeah. lyrics yeah um, I'm not open at all 
I'm not unless you're my people's yeah. I'm, I'm not open um, and I think that's good because if you're that open in your music in your art like if you're also open in, in your day to day life I feel like that's too much yeah, yeah. Like you need something for yourself so yeah I tend to keep it quite closed off yeah. um, in daily life but in my music I'm, I share Yeah, I definitely share I hear you because really intru- I can't, I'm not saying I can't make it back and making tracks on the side <laughs> I mean I hear it on the, like sometimes some people want to be telling you their whole life story yeah. on Instagram you know Instagram post is like that small yeah. and it's like no <laughs> like I'm just going to close that story and move to the next story yeah. Because yes. you can't be keeping track because the thing is I feel like if your life's all online mm. or it's digitised you're not enjoying life yeah personally yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no I feel I feel you 100% yeah. so let's talk about you being the uh, the first lady of 0207 Def Jam come on come on and uh, if anyone don't know so 0207 Def Jam is the UK version of the, well UK record label splinter part of Def Jam in America mm. and you know it's home to some of the biggest artists in the world and then of course in the UK we've got people like Stormzy and Debbie <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> and obviously there's other names as well but we're just going to say Stormzy and Debbie for now Why? and um, what's it like how's it How's it been for you Um, it's been it's been warm like there's just so much love in Def Jam I think it's because it's like quite a small network of people yeah so it feels like it feels like family. That sounds so cliche, but it actually does feel like family. Like when you come into the office, it's like, oh look, it's Uncle Twin and it's Auntie <laughs> Heidi and yeah. Auntie Jackie. Like it's just it feels warm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's important as well because a lot of people we've seen in this last like couple of years, everyone's talking about independence for us mm. and like you know being independent is so good. But when mm. you're in a, a family of people and everyone's mm. looking out for each other and working well, mm. that's what you want, right? Yeah, I used to be like that. I used to be like independent till the day I die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then I realised it's cool to be independent, but you need to have the right team of people. If yeah. you don't have the right team of people, then I understand why being a part of a label is important. Yeah. Yeah, because being an artist, is there's, you can't do it by yourself. You need people. You need a team yeah. that care about your music. And as soon as you got that, it doesn't matter whether it's in a label or out of a label. That's what's that's what counts. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally so important, so essential. So people listening, you know, what I mean, think about it. <laughs> when you sign on the dotted line, if it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, do what you gotta do. But yeah. Like, listen, just listen to what Debbie's saying, innit? <laughs> if O two O seven is come calling, then you see why, innit? You wanna speak to Uncle Twin or Auntie Heidi? There you go. You know what I'm saying? But. Let's talk about backing vocals then. Mm. Because obviously, we spoke about at the beginning of you kind of coming away from doing backing vocals and kind of into your own spotlight. Mm. So, I believe you've done backing vocals for Stormzy in the past? Um, no, I no, haven't done Stormzy. backing vocals. I haven't done backing vocals for anyone. You haven't done backing vocals? Okay, no. I thought somewhere, yeah, somewhere I thought I saw you've done nah. backing vocals, but that's fine, that's even better. <laughs> you know I mean? But would you do backing vocals then for anybody if they came calling, depending on who it is? It depends what it's for. Like I wouldn't I, I don't think I could do generic backing vocals. Yeah. I think if like have you heard of an artist called Jacob Collier? Yeah, yeah. Right, so his backing vocals are important. Yeah. Like they're not just backing vocals. Okay, yeah, yeah. Those are the sort of backing vocals I would do. Okay, fair. They yeah. have to be the standout ones that yeah. people are like, Yeah, we know who that is. But like, it's needed on the song. Yeah. And it's not like replaceable. It has yeah. to be that person and it has to be done in their way. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hear it. A bit like um one person who never gets enough love is uh do you know who James Fontoria is? No. 
So you know Chris Brown Paper Scissors Rock That mm-hmm. song came out time ago mm-hmm. So he sung the original version Okay And then obviously It gets taken away And it gets You know like I can't remember the name of it You know when the whole Quentin Miller Drake stuff went off mm. And it was like the Quentin Miller recorded The actual verse And then Drake did the same verse on Yeah Rico. It's that It's like They do that stuff first I mm. definitely say check him out Because he's got some good songs as well Okay Like so he was on the original Like Girls Love Beyonce With Drake oh. and stuff like that He does a lot of stuff in America Okay Yeah So stuff like that I mean it's so important To kind of yeah have the right backing vocals and mm-hmm. have stuff there yeah but working with other people as well you mentioned that you've been in a studio with Retri 2 mm. and Progression obviously Progression has done some big production mm-hmm. over the last 10 years as well very hard um, can we expect you know, Retch and Debbie link up or is that was that you just kind of soaking in the vibes I was soaking in the vibes but that was the professor <laughs> I, 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 I always do that to you I always leave them out it's like you know, I, I can't say anything because the label might move mad if it goes out so like so got the vibes. Um, if if Rich was down, I'm down. Rich is a legend. Yeah. He's actually a goat. So yeah, I'd be honoured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what does uh, Debbie do in her spare time? In my spare time, I sing. In my spare time, I literally like that's what music is my life. Life yeah. is music. Music is life. Um, so I sing. I cook. I see friends. I meditate. Yeah, I just live life. I soak it in. Mad, soak up life, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Key question. Yeah. Where do you catch the best melodies? Where do I catch the best melodies? Because some people have different places. Some people, I've been speaking to somebody and they said they catch the best melodies in the toilet. Oh my God, I was just going to say that. But I didn't know if it was inappropriate. Yeah, I it's catch fine, it on yeah. the toilet. Okay. The toilet, yeah. That's wild. Like, <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Everyone's there to just do their business. Yeah. And they're just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where's my voice recorder? Let me run that one down. Listen, a lot of my songs have been made like that. (laughs) Listen, I don't know what's going on in people's toilets, yeah? Yeah. But maybe maybe the real melodies. It's the acoustics. I think it's the acoustics. And when you're in the bathroom, like if I'm brushing my teeth, I'm not really doing melodies. If I'm in the bathroom, I'm singing covers. Like I'm doing the covers, the Beyonce, all of that. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's where I make my best music, the toilet. Listen, people, now you know what to do. Get a little get a microphone or a little voice recorder set up in the toilet. Don't ever soundproof your toilet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It has to be all the tiles and yeah. everything there. Yeah. has got to be doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so as we come to an end, mm-hmm. um, what do you want to say to the people that are listening right now, enjoying your music and yeah? I want to say thank you for listening um, and thank you for relating if you are. And yeah, isn't it great to love music? It is. Yeah. That's it, really. Listen, Debbie, I'm sure there'll be another one, Mm -hmm. another 10, another 20 great records that will come out from you. Looking forward to seeing what else you do. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to like a full project at some stage as well. Yeah. Or an EP probably to start with and then move to a project. Mm -hmm. But um, all the best, all the best. And thank Thank you for chatting to me today. Thank you. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.